Oh, hello, friends. Welcome back to Modern Wisdom. My guests today are none other than Johnny and Yusef from propanefitness.com. Woo! We did a catch-up episode. We haven't done one of these in nearly a full year. And I just thought, given the fact Yusuf's on the front lines battling coronavirus, me and Johnny are working from home and everyone's world's upside down and Tiger King's on Netflix, like, why wouldn't we do a catch-up episode? So here it is. We just shoot the shit. We've got nothing to talk about. Literally no agenda at all. I know that this is some of your favourite kinds of episodes where us three just sit down and chat about our lives and what's going on and current events and stuff. So yeah, expect to find out how Johnny's life has not changed at all, given that he already works from home. Same for me. And find out how Yusuf's life has been completely turned upside down by one of the most intense periods at work that he's ever had. Some really nice messages in here talking about how healthcare workers are dealing and struggling with this particular situation. Uh, Me and Johnny give our best recommendations for Netflix documentaries and podcasts and books that we're consuming at the moment. So hopefully you'll have some great ideas for uh, content that you can go through yourself as well. Um, That's pretty much it. Some other things, I've got one of the best lineups of guests ever coming that I've had on Modern Wisdom. Obviously, I've got fuck all else to do with my time, so I might as well record a bunch of podcasts. But Ben Greenfield early this week, unbelievable. Like What a ridiculously good episode. Richard Shotton is coming back on for one of my favourite topics that we do, which is behavioural economics, marketing, advertising strategies. Unbelievable episode with him. Sam Spinelli from The Strength Therapist is coming on. Michael Blevins, part of the team that coached the actors in the 300 film, Henry Cavill, uh, Jason Momoa. It's just huge. Then every author that's on Bloomsbury, every author that's on Penguin Random House and Bonnier Books, all of them, are in my inbox in one form or another. So the next couple of months are going to be ridiculous. Also considering speaking to Video Guy Dean about maybe doing three episodes a week for a couple of weeks. So stay tight for that. Do not hold me to it because it's it's quite a lot of work as it is. But if we can make it happen for you, I appreciate that everyone needs a little bit of extra content and just you know, connection and uh, and something to sink their teeth into and distract them from the world outside. So if I can do it, if we can make it happen, I will. But for now, please welcome the wise and wonderful Johnny and Yusuf. Oh yeah, P.S. If you enjoy Modern Wisdom and want to help support it and cheer my day up, all that I would ask of you is you share it with a friend. Just copy the link, send the episode to a friend. Nothing would make me happier. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's podcast time, podcast time. Johnny and Yusuf, podcast time. Welcome back, gentlemen. Very good to see you. Good morning. How are you? The Skype, can can everybody see everybody at once? Yeah, So if when you're speaking, if I go... Yeah, I can see you you making embarrassing reactions to what I say, yeah. So for anyone that's listening, like the the reason Johnny's are that's because the previous episode we were using a different bit of software where if someone was talking the other person could be like and it was fine because you couldn't see them yeah 
Mm. Whereas now we're all on view. Yusuf, Yusuf and Johnny are bothered Escape. about the fact that they can't be snide behind my back while we're doing the podcast or make funny faces. <laughs> so lame. Uh, so what day, what day is it? Uh, Saturday, April 4th, we're recording this. I think this will go out in just a couple of days. So, um, yeah, we just thought we'd do a catch up episode. Obviously, we, I mean, this is the first time I've got to see either of you two. Um, since the last one, since catch up, which is kind of funny, like since isolation hacks, we haven't seen each other and now we get to see each other again. It's like, ah, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also odd that all of our lifestyles have barely changed. Like, I mean, Chris goes to the club less, but me and Johnny, our life is exactly the same. Chris does CrossFit just somewhere else. Do you mean Sundays, Sundays at the botanist and Wednesday nights? At the dog and parrot, that's what you mean, isn't Blanc. it? <laughs> it's when you do when you do Riverside at Blanc. That's the that's yeah, that's favorite. it. Voodoo Voodoo <laughs> Mondays, Riverside at Blanc. Yeah, that's it. For those for those who don't know what we're on about, I've been friends with Yusuf for nearly ten years now, and in that entire time, he's never once got my portfolio of events correct. Like he just keeps on. So it's a it's a Wednesday. So you must be at work tonight, right? I'm like, oh, Yusuf, I've never run a Wednesday in my entire career. <laughs> you know the, the drinks event that you run at the social club in Leeds. Yeah, the on parties, the, the parties that you do. Yeah, it starts at eight, 8 a.m. Isn't it? 8 a.m. for 8:30. You get formal dress. Um. So yeah, that's yeah. So less time at that. But you are right. Like, I mean, what what's changed in your life, Blob? Like, because you just moved. To, I wanted to bring this up. Actually, first thing I want to bring up: how anti fragile is having a dog? And a garden during lockdown. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I still go for walks. So, like, so what's changed? I suppose the the main change, and probably the yeah, the main change is I would normally work somewhere else, for like a few days in the week in the morning. So I'd go to a coffee shop or something like that. Um, I remember the last visit I had to a coffee shop actually. Where was where it? There was where like, did you choose? Hope it, it was, was in one. it was in Cost. Costa in town. It was average, to be honest, but really good Wi-Fi. I feel like I could write a like a fifty-page guide on like how to select your coffee shop. But anyway, so that. you walk in and everyone's like, you know, sort of. This was on like there was talk of lockdown, talk of quarantine. Signs everywhere saying we will not accept cash. And I, I nearly said to the person taking my order, like, why is that not just always the case? Like, <laughs> maybe Fully maybe agree. this situation wouldn't be quite as bad. If people didn't like hand each other bits of paper, like you go to the till, you hand them a bit just of paper, been, like, give you a bit of paper with back. cocaine and sweat. And <laughs> well, then they, then they give you a receipt, which just bumps your usage up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, the, so risk is like viral. You catch a virus or um, estrogen. Yeah, yeah, you get some kind of like long term hormonal problem, <laughs> or just a order a cough. Oh yeah, so tell me There's about no one tell promoting um, the oat proats. What are they called? Oteens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when a guy like ran, ran up to me to give me an Oteen bar in Costa. Uh, so, you're, so, you're a mate. It's, it's through the door. Um, tell me what has uh, what has changed then, apart from coffee shop visits, Blob? So just, I suppose, like I would, you know, in the evening, Becca and I would sometimes have plans. Like, obviously, we would be doing these on a sofa in your house. Like this would be happening on an evening for like three hours, loads of bright lights. Um, but that doesn't happen anymore. Um, but like not, 
not much really and i feel like a bit of a twat saying that because everyone's like oh it's all right for you mate but like i suppose i i feel like so two two really interesting things one is i i'm normally pretty bad for like worrying about my health like if i think i've got something wrong with me like it consumes my thoughts for weeks um and i always assume the worst of like i have something tiny wrong with me i assume it's horrendous but at the moment like i just i'm not that worried about this but a lot of people i know are a lot more worried than they ever have been and a lot of people are really struggling with being in the house and the sort of the isolation side of it but i I think the way it feels is like i've been dealing with sort of those worries for like years so now it's just like well everyone else has got them yeah it's like i think just I've, i've just had practice in both of the concern both of the struggle points which is like worrying about your health and being at home on your own, dealing right. with work just by yourself in front of a laptop. So uh, the, um, that's the, fairly the, normal for me. The guilt or whatever it is that you're referring to there of feeling a bit like a twat is something I've been dealing with as well. Um, it's I don't know whether it's like a survivor a survivor guilt or whatever it might be, but the fact that it doesn't feel painful to me to live the life that I've always lived or have done mm-hmm. for the last few years, like very little for me has changed. Um, did a, did a poll on my Instagram, ask it or like ask people for questions. And there's definitely some people out there that are struggling a lot more. I mean, there's some people who message saying that they live on their own. This one girl, um, said me and my partner are going through a really difficult time at the moment and we're self-isolating in different houses. So like imagine trying to negotiate a relationship, like a bad relationship when you're both locked down. Another person said, mm-hmm. I'm really extroverted. I, I get super depressed when I'm on my own. Uh, and I'm, there's me loving life, like no longer, no longer having my sleep routine messed up. Like, don't get me wrong. I miss all my mates. I miss getting to see you guys. I miss going to work. I miss actually being at work and seeing the nightclubs and, you know, getting that buzz and stuff. But there's, part of me that just the novelty of doing more of stuff that I like to do is cool and it'll wear off but I, there's, there's a guilt there's like a I don't know I just feel like um I shouldn't be this the, 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 it should be harder I should be suffering mm. more for being at home and then there's the complete opposite end of the scale which is Dr. Scone. <laughs> yes, this is really, well this is a really interesting point that not only the three of us are experiencing but it's it's totally universal and that is the lifestyle choices that you've made have consequences. Like as obvious as that sounds, like you pay your money, you take your choice and whatever, whatever way that you've set up your life, it has advantages in some circumstances and disadvantages in others. So mm. I think there's a dog pooing outside. No, it's not. It's fine. It's fine. It's going to be pushed so hard. But that's the choice that I've made by living here in front of a window where I can spot people pooing outside my house. So this is this is my point that you guys have you've set up your life in such a way that during normal non-pandemic times you have insecurity of income, you have lower scope for social life than than others because of the hours that you do or. Um, the people that you live with, you know, that's that's a choice that you've made and you have to be with them through thick and thin. And so what the advantage might be in one circumstance could be a disadvantage in the other and vice versa. So your friend who's extroverted and needs human company, the way they've set up their life normally means they, they reap the advantages of that. But then when they're in lockdown, it's a bad thing. Vice mm. versa for us. Like equally, the job of a junior doctor can be a bit rubbish at times. Um, but 
what I have got is the job security during a pandemic that someone who works in graphic design doesn't have. And so yeah. I don't see any of these things as an advantage or disadvantage. They're just the consequence of the decision that we've all made. And so I don't think you should feel guilty about it because there will certainly be a time where you experience the, the blunt end of it as well. Yeah, for sure. Mm. There's, um, there was part of me at the very beginning. I wonder whether you felt this as well, Johnny. Um, I mm. was taking far too much pleasure in other people's struggling to generate their own meaning and their own motivation. So I was seeing a lot of people saying, ah, oh, it's really hard working from home and I'm really not got a routine and I just keep eating because I'm constantly in the house. And oh, isn't it difficult when you're in your bedroom working as opposed to in your... And I was like, yeah, you motherfucker. How do you think it's been for me for the last 10 years? Like, welcome to my that's world, just feeling, bitches. That's just feeling vindicated. Just well, like, yeah, but well, I, I should have yeah. let go. You know, like uh, it's taken, a, it took a week for me to work through that and for me to fully let go and be like, don't cathartic take pleasure in the fact that other people have entered your nightmare <laughs> yeah something i keep seeing uh, people like entrepreneurs that i follow posting is the idea that like you fall you always fall to the level of your training mm -hmm. and i think the thing that i i have definitely witnessed a few um sort of like people on my in my social circle kind of spin out of control a little bit with this happening um and I think if you're, but there's also people who've just continued as normal. Um, so I do think it's, as Yusuf says, like the choices you make of sort of building a, building routines in your life, building habits in your life and holding on, trying to hold on to those. Um, if the rest of your life kind of falls out, falls away around you, you can, you've still got those, those aspects of consistency in your day. Um, and I know it's difficult for people because for a lot of the, a lot of people training and exercise and that is, is normally a, a fairly consistent, healthy habit they do. But there's still loads of other things that you can, like, as we discussed last time, like continue your same, what you do in the morning, continue what you do in the evening, try and keep that structure. And then the frustration that comes with it and feeling like you're just sort of slipping into this putrid mess, you know, progressively over the, over the weeks like that, that's not as bad. So well, this, this is the like one man's crisis is the other man's opportunity. Like the three things that <laughs> yeah. you've mentioned there, like <clears throat> you've got, you normally operate in a routine. Some would during normal times, some people would be like, oh, mate, that's so restrictive. Like, you can't do the things. It's like, well, yes, but that's a double-edged sword because now when there is nothing else to do, you have the momentum of the routine and, you know, mm -hmm. your productivity hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. You've got a dog, which most of the time can be a ball ache, but during a pandemic, demand for dogs has gone up so much. Like, all the dog adoption centres have completely yeah, maxed crazy. out. Is this true? hedged against that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like people are just desperately looking for, you know, the, the home gym, like, yes, that's a ball lake to set up and it's expensive to, to get and it, and it's cold. And, but now like you're the winner with, with a home gym. Cause you've just described you know, training, Jonathan Watson. Like, like his training is just unaffected. <laughs> like the other day he was like, oh, you said just did a heavy Burkhan style deadlift session the other day. It's like, how many people are, can say that now? Yeah. That is, yeah. the was, thing is even even when you do the maths, like I, I don't think a home gym makes financial sense. Like when you add it up, like what it costs to sort of get what you need to train normally, you wouldn't, I think it takes like 10 years to recoup it, <laughs> but you have the, you have the ability to sort of control this little environment that you can manage. Yeah. No one's ever using your barbell. 
Like no one's ever like wants to squat rack. My you know what I mean? Like barbell over there. <laughs> There's always the alternative Excuse of what me, every <laughs> what every fit pro on Instagram is doing, which is jump squats in their mum's conservatory and like doing presses with a can of beans or like have you got a banana why have you got a banana in your hand well that's it's my weight it's the uh... (laughs) (laughs) have you seen the guy that the the guy that's like all these people doing glute thrusts in their in their living room that's like saying i'll get big biceps by doing that just like (laughs) the person i love watching the most is um Go go and watch Eric Helms training on Instagram because he's just doing it in a car park. So he's got like a basic barbell. He's got like a barbell and some some like other basic kit, and he's just gone to like uh, it must be the part the car park of like his flat or something. What? But he's just what nationality the, is he? Sorry, he's 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 American, but he lives in New Zealand. So he's uh, at least I think so. Okay, um, but he's um, managing to put together like some pretty like sessions that I think I'd enjoy doing. Um, but it's just the location. I just, I love that he's like, no, I'm still going to have an area where I train. And it just so happens that that area is going to be a public car park, Man. but he's like away from everything. And it's brilliant. So it's so funny to watch. I've, uh, I want to start a, a movement, which is hashtag Pikey lifting club. And it includes all of the people at the moment like me, so I had my doormats down on my decking the other day to protect them from the dumbbells that I was putting down. And <laughs> um, Alfie Armstrong and Sonny Webster, I know at the moment, are both using wheelie bins as squat racks. So they're squat yeah, racking in and out that. of... So Sonny's got lifting blocks so that he can do like jerks from blocks. But mm. it's, just, it's just two wheelie bins. Apparently the wheelie bins... I in, wouldn't uh, trust wheelie bin being that strong. Alfie's got 100 kilos on two wheelie bins. And they look pretty, they look pretty legit. Just on the lid? On the lid, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's distributed though, isn't it? 50 kilos on each one, that's all right. Ah, this would be a good way to do it. If you were able to shave the handle off, get, like, snap the handle off it, turn it upside down so that you've got the base. I bet the base is strong as fuck. You got that, (laughs) that. Anyway, Pikey Lifting Club. If you've got any, uh, if you are doing some Pikey lifting, I want to find out about it. So give me a message and, and let me know what you've <laughs> been doing. So, um, Seth, like you are as frontline, you're the vanguard against this current situation. Tell us, tell us what it's like, man. Literally the the front line. It's it's quite nice to see the um, like the the applause the other day out in the out in the streets. Like that that was quite sweet, quite heartwarming. I was going to say, do you feel that? that? Do you feel do you, as a health worker? Do you feel that? In, so it, it, there's there's two two parts to it. So the the applause like that was that was nice. It's nice to hear that the public appreciate it. I ironically I only realised what it was about in retrospect because I was between night shifts and I was just like I, annoyed know, at being like, woken up by all these right. fuckers clapping outside. What, what's all this th- <laughs> yeah, like you you're actually you're too busy to Emotion. to like be able to take notice of it. But on the other hand, <clears throat> it's really nice to see that people actually do have some level of compassion at least where we are i'm sure there's like dicks in in london or whatever that are just still ignoring the whole isolation thing but (laughs) it's always in london isn't it Um, It but uh but it's nice that everyone's actually been like you know what yes this is an illness that probably won't kill me but for the sake of grandma for the sake of the nhs the old the older populations all of this we're gonna pile together and actually do something proper about this and so seeing people observe a uh 
isolation quite strictly is quite nice, quite heartwarming to see. And it's not something I'd, I'd expected. And it seems like the UK, we did flatten the curve enough for us not to have this absolute mad spike that the likes of Italy are seeing. You know, we're, we're not we're not having to just like, you know, put people on ventilators in the car park and, and that kind of thing. So um, from that perspective, it's lovely. The other perspective, like we, a lot of companies, we get like 5% off Pizza Express or whatever. And you like... I could I prefer a pay rise rather than just like oh, or 10% off subway the costa in the hospital started offering free coffees for staff do you know how long it lasted for 24 hours oh yeah. my god why because they got, they, like, they got pounded I I guess so or, or just they were like cuz I but whereas my perspective is like costa if, if they know they're going under, they should just be like, let's just go out with a bang. Let's go out doing something. Like, we're making a massive loss anyway. Let's just mm. give NHS staff a free drink and then it at least looks good for PR on the way out. Um, I want to just sort of interject there. I think, I know that it must suck right now. And if there's NHS staff listening, um, I apologize for how poorly you're being treated and paid at the moment. <laughs> Uh, but thank you for your service. That's the annoying part because, like, we're we're being the the hours and the nights and everything. They're only going to increase. Yeah. We're putting ourselves at a very high risk of additional viral load. Plus, the combination of being run down between nights, like sleep Perfect cycle being storm for you to, to become infected, and then if you become infected, that further strains the other healthcare workers that are beside oh, you. It, Man, it is it's it is like um yeah, it's literally like someone created in a, a virtual world how how would you make the healthcare services vulnerable <laughs> and and as on a knife edge as possible but um when we reintegrate which inevitably it's going to happen at some point <laughs> fucking better do um hopefully i know for a fact man that nhs workers are going to get so i i strongly predict free gym memberships for NHS workers. We'll be doing probably free entry into all of our club nights with an NHS thing for the next year, something like that. Um, I imagine that a lot of businesses will try to repay NHS workers when they can. Um, You know, it's not our job to say what the NHS should pay you, although probably would be nice to be more. Um, We can't control that. But as a small business owner, I imagine that, you know, if you've got a Cafe 1901 in Jesmond or something like that, and you've got an NHS thing, it wouldn't surprise me if they say you've got 50% off your food or you get free coffee or something. That would be lovely. I think for the last few weeks, all the globe, all the, you know, healthcare staff across the world have been crying for is like, can we just have a mask that fits properly? Like, can we just have the actual equipment that. I don't want a, I don't want a garlic bread. I want, I want my. Like, I want the proper kit, please. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I want to not be wearing a I sock saw, over my face. Just before then, we go further down this, I just want to say something I saw on Instagram that I thought was fantastic, which was a very Geordie man saying like, yeah, the other day I took me bin out, right? And I got a fucking round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the thing that like the silver lining of all this stuff is there's a few people, like, a few very dry, very sarcastic people on social media who just spot these opportunities. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, Whoa, the, have you seen the one of the guy who was like, I was um, out in Tesco today and there wasn't much food available on the shelves. And I went to this 
this couple and, and their, their trolley was absolutely full of stuff. And I, I said, excuse me, would you mind awfully sparing a couple of items for? And it was great. And they gave me some hummus and some and he's holding a gun. <laughs> and, and some tomatoes and some lemon juice. Absolutely lovely. The the other thing I feel so smug about is having the bum gun, the shot offer. Bless you, man. Bless you, you. It's you've you've got scalable toilet paper. Oh my god, it's incredible. So you have the, a, I think just, can you describe in, briefly briefly describe what it is you've got in your bathroom for people that didn't listen to that life hacks episode? Wall mounted high pressure hose that you can spray at your bum, not in your bum, at your bum, to reduce the requirement for toilet roll. High pressure hose makes it sound more rudimentary than it is. It's actually it's real nice chrome with a pressure. What what's happened, Johnny? Have you had a? <laughs> you're having a stroke? Something. No, no. I've just remembered something. It's related to that about Wim Hof. In have the you seen a photo of Wim Hof? Yeah. So have you seen a photo of Wim Hof's belly button? No. No. Right. So I'm doing his ten week course at the moment. Oh, wow. right. Cool. Which involved yesterday. And involved. out. He's not and out. You know how I fix my scoliosis? <laughs> 72 hours of yoga per day. 72 hours of holotrophic breathing per day. <laughs> I mean, that would be, yeah. You know, Yusuf did that. He held but a German I... lady's hand. For hours? Three hours. What, I mean, what a listening experience this must be. People are just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> this was this word salad. Well, no, but if people, um, all of this so, has been, all of this is referenced in previous episodes. And if you don't know what, if you don't know why Yusuf held a German lady's hand, if you don't know why Johnny had an out of body experience, if you don't know who Wim Hof is, just go back, go back, listen to the whole catalogue and you'll know what we're on about. Well, so, so, anyway, so I, I was, I was watching this video. I was like, he's got a really weird belly button. I'm going to find out why. So I Googled, why does Wim Hof have a weird belly button? And someone's written a really long answer. I don't know. How, I don't know whether this is true, but the guy claimed to be like involved in writing his book, but he didn't go too much into this story because when you hear you hear why, it's like, oh my god, that's mental. So apparently, what happened was <laughs> there's a fountain right where Wim often swims in, and he gives himself an enema on the fountain. Um, and he was going to go do it again, but the, the time that he did it again, they turned the pressure up on the jet. And so it like cut through his whatever bits and he needed like major surgery and stuff. So Yusuf, as a health professional, can you debunk or confirm whether or not Wim Hof has an outie now because he filled his abdomen up with more than an outie? It's more than an outie. Is it like a little willy? Something's going on here. No, it it just looks like a little willy. It just doesn't look normal. Doesn't look normal. But apparently it's because, I mean, Take that with a pinch of salt. Like, I don't know whether that's true or not. That's just what I read from one person. But okay. if someone's made that up, like, what a almost, like, fair enough. Fair it, enough. It might just be a, like, post-surgical hernia that he's, that he's developed from, from the, rather than, like, the enema blowing oh, no, out I don't his think belly it, button. I know. Like, I don't think the water blew out his belly button. Okay. I think it, it is I from do. the surgery. But I'm, the water I'm like such an idiot. Certain, if, if that's happens. what happened. Yeah, exactly. That's oh, it. Damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, talking about personal protective equipment, have you seen that Rogue have started producing um, those clear face masks? So that that's another fantastic thing that I'm seeing with people pulling together that Rogue, Rolls-Royce, General Motors... New Balance um, have stopped Tesla. making shoes. Really? New Balance have stopped wow. making shoes to make face People masks. will still be buying shoes because 
everyone wants suddenly like sorry another another tangent but something I, I find hilarious is as soon as you tell people not to do something like how many people do you see jogging now that you've never seen jogging before mm. that well forbidden I'm, fruit yeah. <laughs> they should say that counting macros increases the risk of catching COVID-19 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you not like mean- catching macros and doing a progressively overloaded training program three, four Suddenly. days a week has, has been found to uh, increase the risk. So you're and not allowed. Wait, no, what you need is Boris to come out and say that you're not allowed to do it. Okay, Don't so today I, I, yeah. I really need to warn you against our progressive overload sets of between <laughs> six and ten reps should do it ab- absolutely not. And if your friends ask you, to go and do reps between six and ten, you should say "fuck off." That's it. Have you seen the picture of Boris jogging? <laughs> no. There's a picture of him like out out jogging, like trying to set the example for and and he's he, it looks like a man has like taken the idea of jogging and thought I'm going to implement this in front Pretty of the camera. Like he's wearing he's wearing like a fleece and like khaki shorts oh. and. For fuck's sake. Just like Boris seen doing his daily exercise of the day and you're like Jesus Christ. You know when you you know when you wake up in the morning and there's a moment where like you forget what you've got to do today or like you forget what you were wearing about yesterday and for the, for that like brief window and then you're like, Oh fuck yeah, I've got I've got that on. Yeah. Like that just must be every day for him now. It's every second. Like, oh, yeah, wake up, yeah, I'm, to deal. I'm Prime Minister, Prime Minister. Oh, brilliant. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Works. Well, what about like, all these huge decisions? Him and isn't Rishi? Rishi's both also um, infected now as well, right? I don't know. I think so. I think that's why he's not been right. doing the briefings. But him and Boris, it's like imagine the fact that not only have you got to try and run the country, but you've now got to try and do it from the fucking from your house <laughs> remotely. Yeah, remote prime ministering. Yeah, the, there was there was a few people kicking off on Twitter when they were like, "How come Boris gets a test for coronavirus and I don't get one?" You're like. Karen, I saw I saw one Karen. I saw one that accused Sharon, and it was like, um, why did Boris get a test and I didn't? And someone had put it in a tweet and said, because he runs the country, Sharon, and you ask for the doctor's phone number on Facebook. That that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Karen. It was Sharon. Um, if there's a Karen the, or a Sharon is- listening, we don't mean you. We mean your mum. <laughs> <laughs> There was the the picture of like the I can't remember who she's some kind of like public figure, and she's got a I want to speak to the manager haircut, and she tweeted Americans need to know when this is going to end for all small businesses and and someone responded being like so what you're saying is you want to speak to the manager of coronavirus yeah so good man um some one one man has been commenting on every single ad we are running at the moment like he's methodically running his way through every variation which is quite a task. Like that, it's taking quite a while, and every everything just says, "Does your, does your free thing that you're giving away take into account COVID nineteen and the effects on the economy?" It's like, well, like no, not really, mate. But like, what's your alternative? How like, would you, how would you should, should no one use anything or do anything? Well, I mean, how do you might pro- not take into how account? do you propose that you're supposed to change it anyway? Like, what what would you do that would be different? Well, exactly. Some of the questions we get and. We're just like, sorry, guys, it's also our first pandemic, so. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're new to this, too. We're just trying our best as well. I'm just <laughs> leave us alone. Trying to do me, trying to do me job. Um, in, I, I want to briefly segue here. PTs, any fitness pro that's listening, 
obviously now is the perfect time for you to actually learn how to run a business online. Propanebusiness.com. Oh, God, Chris. No, 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 no. Which one is it? Don't get it wrong. Propanefitness.com forward slash modern wisdom. That's it. Propanefitness.com forward slash modern wisdom. And you will get a free. Is it still the seven step thing? The seven step PDF or have you changed it? It's yeah, so it's just the like the exact seven steps you would need to start a a really like highly systematized functional online business. So like that, you know, that's all no big deal. Just the seven steps. And it's just free as well. So go and go and sign up, man. Honestly, like it is good. We've had some really good feedback from modern wisdom listeners about it. So. Amazing, man. I um I got a bunch of messages about the how to become an online coach thing again. If you haven't heard that, that's f- unbelievable. In fact, just go and yeah, listen to that. Go and listen that. to that. And if you don't like yep. the sound of being an online coach, don't do it. But, um, it is brilliant. Everyone came out watching that like this. Yusuf's put a banana up to his face. Big smile on her face. Classy, doesn't he? Big smile. There is, there is this weird, I got asked yesterday by, uh, I think someone who found us through Modern Wisdom actually, but he was saying, um, surely it's never going to work because everyone's trying to be an online coach and like, like everyone's using a live video, everyone's just, doing just, a story. Just so you know. Just, uh, <laughs> All right, man. I'm I'm not being funny, right? I'm not. I'm I'm not being. I'm honestly. I'm not being funny. But uh, how how the fuck is this all going to work? Oh my god! Sorry, I need to. I need to interject here. Have you seen? Have you looked at the complete torpedoing of his life that Billy Joe Saunders, the boxer, has managed to do in the last seven days? No. Right. So Yusuf, you might not know who Billy Joe Saunders is. British boxer. I, I don't know. Okay, either. British boxer. Billy- Billy Joe Saunders, boxer. Um, so he was lined up to have a huge fight, absolutely massive fight, which has been rearranged. In the time over the last couple of days, he rang an airport that his friend was flying out of to tell them that his friend had coronavirus while he was on the plane. So his friend then got pulled off and detained with his other buddy, and Billy, oh, just to grass up his mate? Just because he thought he'd be funny, because he's bored. Um, oh. And so that's that's the first one. That's the first one, right? Remembering this guy's a fucking professional athlete. That's Mid-flight, the first, they detained No, 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 no. So it's on the runway. So he rings him, and he's, okay. he, FaceTimed, he FaceTimed his friend <laughs> while his friend was sat in the passenger seat knowing that this was going to happen and heard the beep-boo. Can uh, Derek Knowles please come to the... And it's like, and so that happened. And then, then, first off, you've done that, right? Like, awful time to do it. And that that was in the press. And then he's boxing in his garage with a punching bag. And he's saying to the punching bag, so, guys, you might be at home and your old lady might be giving you a bit of stick and you might be getting a little bit sort of annoyed by it. So, you know, what you want to do, yeah? She's coming towards you. She, she's riled up, yeah? She's, she's angry. What you want to do? You want to pop, and he throws a punch at the bag, and he goes, so she's stunned, right? She's going, what the fuck's going on? Oh, my God. And then what you want to do, you want to just turn and pop, and you finish her off. And then you've got the rest of the afternoon in peace. This video, it's a video, and it got leaked, and, and, and now he's banned from boxing for life. That's oh like somebody, um, you, you know, like the so, well, the equivalent of a frape is, but in someone's body, it's like if someone woke up and had like twenty four hours in that man's body to be like, right, how can I just what could I do? Yeah, 
Yeah. Did yeah. he did he post that video on his social media? So I've seen someone, the video. I don't video? know. It's in it's in a WhatsApp group. It's long. It's like a minute and a half long. So I'm going to guess maybe just in a WhatsApp group. But it's got leaked and now professional boxing license God. revoked. Everything else like a, that's a proper one-two punch combination of how to annihilate mm. your own life, isn't it? Like those two punches ended his ended his career. Yep. What? Well, how can you recover from that? Well, you can't. He's, I mean, you can't. Like, done. Well, can't because his, his brand as well. Like even even if you try and launch like a box tutorial online, self develop uh, self defense to... for women. That would be a brilliant. Brilliant way to pivot now. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Just a, so this is a total segue. Someone who's really pivoted their brand really well. I'm really impressed, but I'd highly recommend everyone go and watch a couple of his videos. Is Eddie Hall's YouTube channel is fantastic. Man, he's nailed fantastic. it. Fantastic. I just love how he doesn't take himself like the one with him and Ross Edgley. Have you seen that where they go swimming in the lake? Mm-hmm. I just love how like Eddie just walks out like in budgie smugglers. He's a huge bloke, <laughs> quite lean now, yeah. but just throws himself into anything. He's is he really- not younger than us as well. He's our he's age. Our he's age. in between our all of our ages. Yeah, he's I think thirty one right. maybe. And um, despite when he was um at the peak of strongman, he looked like fifty. Um, yeah, but yeah, you, you're totally right, man. There's one with I think uh, either Niall or his buddy that he did the, the gymnast. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. He did one with Jamie Johal um about bodybuilding. Does does strongman? Um, that was really fun. He's sponsored by. Uh, Boohoo Matt like, he's so trendy apart from the way that know, he looks so and the way trendy. that he sounds he's so trendy mm. I, I just really so he's got like a proper intro he's clearly got someone to help him do it yeah Prop, like, he's made a proper go did you see him brilliant. do sorry did you see him do was it Grace or Isabel at the European <laughs> Championships seriously have you not seen this no no Jonathan no. go and watch it go and watch it as soon as we're done I can't remember okay. whether it's Grace or Isabel I think it must be I can't remember. So it's either 30 cleaning jerks or 30 uh, ground to overhead snatches um, for time at four, at 62 kilos for men. Um, and obviously Eddie Hall essentially just does a, like an RDL into a good morning into a front raise. Like that's the movement. And he just goes, bah, bah, bah. I'm it's pretty so certain. Like- him, isn't it? I'm pretty certain he's got the world record in it. The same way that um, what's his face broke the hundred meter. Brian Shaw. Yeah, Brian. Oh, Marius. Yeah. That was Brian. Brian Shaw on the. Do you mean Brian Shaw on the rower? Yeah. Is that what he means? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what was Marius? I think Marius got. What did decent, he win at? He was a Polish strongman. I think he got a really good time, and then other strongmen started being like, ah. Yeah, I, I can do. Yeah. What other? Marius real... was like the he was the strongman that was just like peeled all of the time. Like there's loads of footage of him doing like a farmer's walk with like full like forearm vascularity striations in his bicep, and everyone's like, "What? Like who's that?" Mm. But he like used to win win loads of events while being like bodybuilder condition constantly. What else really have you funny. been? Um, so one of the most common questions I'm seeing posted online at the moment is any good books, podcasts, Netflix series slash movies to yeah. watch or whatever else. What have you guys been consuming? I guess you, Seth, must be just get home sleep normal life yeah yeah well just desperately trying medical information survive (laughs) yeah so for for me i've not got a very good answer to that i've i've seen half of an episode of tiger king brilliant (laughs) which lion king which chris mentioned yesterday said yusuf that's the equivalent for you of watching (laughs) watching a back-to-back lord of the rings Marathon. Triathlon. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Watching half an episode. I'm surprised that you got through half an episode. It is brilliant. You haven't seen that yet, have you, Johnny? 
So, so I got that message from, so, so Becca and I tried to watch it like a week ago, got like half an hour in and we're like, it's a bit weird. Might, might give up on this. Mm. Kept seeing stuff on Instagram about it. Kept saying to her, like, there's a lot of stuff about this series. Like it, it is number one in the UK. Then you sent me that message. And I was like, B, oh, like yeah. Yusuf's watched half of it. Like we, if <laughs> Yusuf watched a bit of it. And, did, and what did she say? To... Did she say, Absolutely. Oh, my she was like, oh, fine. So, yeah. like, last night we, we, like, made it through, like, I think we're on the second episode. And That's I can a good marketer. Slowly, it sort of the curtains, and I'm like, oh, okay. Felt like, fair enough. <laughs> so, but, uh, it, yeah. You know, I don't um, know what to say. You know, honest, it's... you know, on Facebook, you can mark yourself safe from natural disasters. So there's, like, tsunamis and things, and it's like uh, uh, Jonathan Watson has marked himself safe from yeah, the yeah. Thailand tsunami or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I saw on Facebook the other day someone who had marked themselves safe from that bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, what was, what was that TV? Uh, it, was a, it was either a single episode or it was a series where, like, there was like an abduction and it ended up with like the dad like giving the bloke a hand job in a car. Oh fuck. And like oh, yeah. Zion Festival. No. No. no, no, no. <laughs> You've That's delved very... into Yusuf's two Netflix series repository of it's information that he's palace. got there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be so bad on like these game shows where they're like, topic is movies. I'm like, great, no. I've seen three. Okay, I have to do this. <laughs> yeah, I is hope it, it's one of them. Is it Fight Club? No, uh, right, yeah, I'm out. Oh, That's no, it. I'm no. off. Yeah, another <laughs> one. Brand Pitt. <laughs> yeah, another one. Another one that you mean, Johnny. So, um, okay, you've not been consuming an awful lot, Seth. What have you been watching or listening to or enjoying, Johnny? Well, so, so that's the thing I'm I'm currently I've just started watching. Ozark is just, in my opinion, the best thing on TV. Mainly because I just really like the main character, Why? Jason Bateman's character. He's an accountant. He, He's just so he is an accountant, but that's it's it's more like, and you'll see this from the first series. He's plunged into a very stressful situation, like he's being pursued by a Mexican cartel um, because he's involved in laundering money for them. And they start like they find out he's been doing some naughty things or whatever. I'll not ruin it for people, but he just remains completely calm the entire time. <laughs> and he's like, his wife's like panicking. He's just like, it's okay. We'll go here, do this, go there. They probably won't be able to find us. It'll all be fine. And he's just always on his laptop looking at the high level, looking at the spreadsheet for, to how to solve the situation. I love it. It's brilliant. So good. Brilliant. Um, so that, yeah, uh, what Liar you, Chris? on BBC. Liar. Go on. Sorry. Liar on BBC. What's that? Liar, yeah. So um, it's in the second season now. Um, I think the first, it might be on ITV actually. Basically a... There's a surgeon who, uh, I don't know how to say this without ruining the story. He gets accused of um, raping someone. And then the the season unfolds, the story un- unfolds. It's very good. British actors, British drama. It's the guy who played Hornblower. <laughs> it's like, nope. I only know him. So like I looked him up on IMDb. Um, yeah, brr, brr. <laughs> I looked him up on IMDb, but it, the thing I remember, like, I just remember seeing an episode when I was like eight of Hornblower on TV, and I was like, oh, that's the guy who played a fella that played that. Hornblower. Loads of stuff. Like, just, just, like, just so you, just so you know, just so you know, he's me, very good. Not being funny, right? Um, that 
uh, not the Lion King, but Tiger King. Yep. Um, uh, I got an Apple TV trial. All right. I want something called The Servant by M. Night Shyamalan. So they, and, uh, they're, they're but, not only a, an, a, like a stick, but also a production studio as well. So they've now basically made their own Netflix, yeah. Good. And as you'd expect from Apple, like pretty much every single one of the like Apple originals has got like Jennifer Aniston in. Well, like, you know, they've all got a bit like Hollywood actors. In. Big swinging. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, because it's like, what do you do when you've, when you've got a trillion dollars of cash? You're like, well, we'd like to make something that's like as good as Netflix. Do you reckon what Jennifer Aniston well, gets paid in cash? I reckon she does. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's probably probably has to go into a bank account. Uh, shame. Um, if you watch right, Ozark, it's only it's only Apple that could step in and be like, "We'll we'll have a go at Netflix." Like, yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll have take a crack. On. Yeah, John, John, mm. do you fancy um, do you fancy starting up Apple Apple Studios? Ah, uh, well, yeah, no worries, I will. Um, so, uh, cool stuff. John Apple. Cool stuff that I've consumed recently. I sent you guys the link to that Fat Tony video, didn't I? The guy that spent a million pounds on drugs. I put it. In the, uh, I put it in the Big Dicks group in on WhatsApp. Is it someone that you've just booked the, your... on the podcast as well? Yeah. So he's, yeah, Mixmag uploaded a Facebook video. Why? Why would you? Anyway, so they uploaded this really well produced, full documentary, twenty minute documentary, edited archive footage, interviews with him and his mum following him around. It's just this guy who, at the age of 16, managed to kind of spawn his way into being a DJ and then became best friends with Boy George, Paris Hilton, like everyone, every single... Gave, um... Who's that famous British model that loves drugs? Female. I don't know, Chris. Get the London look. You will do. Like... Oh, my God. Bradley Pitt. No. Yeah. Kate Moss. Right. Kate okay. Moss, 15-year-old Kate Moss giving her Long Island iced teas in a school uniform outside of the club like 30 years ago or some shit. So anyway, it's just this epic story. Um, and I messaged him on his Facebook fan page and was like, hey, man, this is cool as fuck. I want to get you on the podcast. Would you Would you do it? Um, and he said, yeah. So that's pretty fun. That'll be good. He was DJing for Harvey Nichols last night, live stream. Like, so he's he's pretty... It's huge time. Mm. Um, so Doing he, quite well. That was interesting. If you if you want to go watch that, that's cool. Um, ben Shapiro's podcast right now is a godsend because he does it every day, Monday to Friday, one hour, and it recaps the last 24 hours. Usually it means he's got to really delve into the depths of news to find something that's interesting so it's really dispersed. But because there's mm. so much happening every day, at the moment, mm-hmm. you get to know where the current death rates are. You get to find out what comp- what policies are happening that are going well and what are going badly. Um, so he is producing content now at the cadence that you want someone to produce content. That sounds to- really useful, actually, because mm-hmm. trying to find a synthesized version of like because the only thing that I've been defaulting to, which is Ben Ben's recommendation, if, you, if you're listening, Ben, thank you, is Worldometer, which mm-hmm. just has global graphs, trend lines, log- logarithmic scales of things new cases recoveries and deaths but i still you that's not do really the work it. there right as well it's you know you're driving to work or doing whatever ben shapiro's podcast man every every morning now part of my morning routine is listening to that <laughs> while i cook um so yeah you get an episode 
in the UK, you'll be listening on a Tuesday up until on a Saturday, and then he gets Sunday, Monday off because he, he takes the weekend off. But he's brilliant. Like, he's absolutely amazing. The only thing I would say is if you are listening, every time that he goes, we'll come back to that in just one second, immediately say, hey, Siri, skip forward 90 seconds because that's the beginning of Does that him. work with Siri? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's why you need AirPods, man. That's cool. Um <laughs> Um, <laughs> look at your face. Um, there we go. What are the what are the stuff have I been consuming that's been cool? I mean, I've really, really been super, super impressed by Ben Shapiro's podcast. Tiger King was awesome. The Vietnam War documentary by Ken Burns, fucking sick. Um, the UK and US office have both just been put on, I think, Netflix, or maybe there've been extra episodes added. So my housemates have been watching that. Um, I really like the US office. It's better than, just, the, better than the UK one, I think. In some, yeah, some I, I just, yeah, it's um, is it Steve Carell? Yeah, it's like the character. Like, <gasps> I just he can do no wrong. Like, I just really enjoy how he like muddles his way through and ends up doing quite well. Mm. Really funny, good. Um, I watched something last night called Official Secrets, a film with Becca. All right, it's about like um, the theory that uh, evidence was doctored to to start the Iraq War. Shit. Good. So is it, Kira Knight. is it? Oh, it's dramatized. Oh, I have yeah, seen. Drama, I have yeah. seen that. It's British thing, right? And she goes to that lady's <laughs> cottage and is like, "Oh, will you leak this thing for me?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So my brother sent me a WhatsApp voice message. It was thirty minutes long. It wasn't him. It was like a forward from something, and it was like, "Listen, brothers and sisters in faith, this is really important scientifically, logically, and practically." Because what is happening here is a huge cover-up, and you need to know this as people of faith. We need to raise our vibrations because the setting up of 5G is what is calling, causing the coronavirus. There is no such thing as contagion. There is no such thing as virus. When the 5G comes on, it releases toxin in, out of your cells, and it has to come out of your mouth. And nobody has ever proven that a virus can be contagious. We even took the, the, the sputum, the phlegm out of someone with flu, injected it into someone else, and we could not reproduce it. It is 5G. It is causing ourselves to, and it's like, it is to make the people more obedient. And you just, so like I started playing it in the doctor's office and everyone was just like, keep that on. No, no, just... <laughs> Just slowly riling everyone up and getting them really, really angry. I've seen quite a bit. I've been sending it to you, Seth. Like, there's a few guys that we vaguely follow who are um, coaches but have a certain set of beliefs um, that aren't necessarily very evidence-based. Um, and they it's very, say very diplomatic, things. Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, he, yeah, he's he's been saying, like, this is all just – it's 5G and – like we saw the same guy say, if you, if you like get ill, don't go to hospital, like go into the forest and let nature heal you and all that sort of stuff. Like, I think I'm all, I'm all up for everyone having an opinion and let, until it's dangerous. And then I think it should just, it should just be regulation to stop. Yeah, I, like, I, I mean, the, luckily the, at the minute, I think what's happening is that unnecessary admissions are likely to drop in hospitals because current now the risk of being in hospital is much worse than the risk of being out of hospital. And so if there's something like, and I think this is going to be a huge shift for 
healthcare as a whole in six months time because now that we've got the infrastructure that has never really been used as its capacity mm-hmm. um, is that there's going to be a shift towards online consultations and away from a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be done in person and I think this is probably the catalyst for that where they're starting to realize that so many things so many like inefficiencies that were previously just let to carry on now where they're like oh actually we're, we're forced to really keep people out of hospital at any cost it's going to cause this huge cultural shift like not only with healthcare but with attitudes towards uh, you know the obviously the even just socially people are going to come out and realize what they've what they've been missing the just the the social interactions that they've been having um and the like the companies that like have invested in it sorry oh yeah massively and yeah. um what was it? Is it Naval Ravikant was talking about, I think it was him talking about maybe 20% of the workforce. I can't remember if we said this on the last one. He said like about 20% of the workforce have just like silently been able to just get grandfathered into whatever they're doing in the company. And they're just in the corners of the offices and they don't really do anything, but no one's ever kind of questioned it. And actually if they were to just, eliminated from the workforce nothing would change i couldn't Mm -hmm. agree more there's there's so much fat in companies and especially when you look at big bureaucratic organizations probably in knowledge work not so much in ops and logistics and like real shit um the number of team leaders area managers office managers you know like all of that sort of stuff the people who aren't either making the main decisions at the top or nose to the grindstone at the bottom all of those ones are going they should really be worried and rightly so if you're a business who can rip out 20% of your costs during this period and really look so i spoke to mike winnett mike uh, <laughs> all right guys is my entrepreneur um spoke to mike winnett he was imagine this sorry mike was on holiday in the canary islands with his friends when the lockdown occurred oh god so he was locked in a hotel the, the Canary Islands, because it's tax haven, or just for... Oh, so it was holiday, like Easter holiday with just his a holiday. or something? Yeah, yeah. So he's locked there. So anyway, he came back, and um, I asked him, I was like, hey, man, like, how's everything going? He's like, I'm forced now to really look at the processes and the operations within my business and refine them down to their component parts. I had this guy called Mike McCallowitz on last night as well, wrote a book called Fix This Next, which just come out. And it's what he's talking about is absolutely perfect. It's like... If you don't have a procedure that is how to be Jonathan Watson dot doc in your business so that you could, and you guys have been saying this for years, the e-myth thing, I think that you always quote where it's like, if you can't exit the business and the business run without you because there's processes and procedures and order in place, like mm-hmm. th- th- there's a big hole that's missing. Well, that, and- well, it's just that you've created a job, you've not created a business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it is going to be interesting to see sort of where businesses go. So I want to, Sonny Webster asked me this on a uh, IG live the other day, and I thought it was a really cool question. So let's do a little round table of two things that we've been extra grateful for, that we're grateful for during this period. And one thing that we miss the most, Johnny. Uh, one thing I miss the most is just seeing people. I think, um, like spending time in person with like friends and family. Um, two things I'm grateful for. Uh, it's probably it's quite a long list to be honest. 
like grateful I don't have coronavirus, grateful my like none of my immediate family do um, or friends. Um, but like in terms of probably what you're asking the question for, I think we've been really grateful for the way our business is set up. Like it's not, we're not, we don't have like debt. We don't have really high costs. It's all pretty easy to pivot and adapt. And it feels very much like the, as Yusuf says, said at the start, like the risks that we took several years ago, um, you know, kind of like the, the tables have turned a little bit. And actually what we're doing is now pretty stable compared to some industries, which feels like so to bizarre. be like yeah, the, you're the safe, the safe and stable uh, yeah. people now I somehow. Know. Like the people, you know, like even like um, I was hearing that like dentists are, are like are in, in quite a high risk job now. And you like when when in history has dentistry ever been considered to be like not stable? It's bizarre. But it's now mad, like, isn't it? running a fitness business on the Internet's like you probably be all right. Mate. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like it's weird. Um, so that and then I think just I think hugely coincidentally for me, the start of this year was like, right, I'm going to really like. We spoke about this in the in the podcast. I'm gonna really like buckle down on like my morning routine every day, wake up at the same time every day, um, like doing stuff like cold showers and Wim Hof, like stuff to make me feel good. I feel like that. I was doing it for like 90 days almost, and then it was like lockdown, and you're like, oh. here we like, go. I actually feel like I feel like mentally in in like a, a better place than I have been previously, and more more consistent with stuff. So grateful that I'd been doing that up to now. Um, I felt things for your HRV as well, isn't it? Yeah, I'm so happy. Been. I'm so happy with watching. I'm je- happy and jealous in equal measure watching the progress you've made over the last ninety days. Especially as someone for whom I wouldn't have presumed there was lots of low hanging fruit left. It's not <laughs> like this is your first foray into personal development, no. and you're like, oh well, yeah. I started sleeping with my phone outside of my bedroom, and I was like, oh my <laughs> god, and then I turned the speed up on my trackpad, and I went, I'm moving so much faster. Whoa. I downloaded this program called Alfred. Um, like, yeah, to see someone who you already presume is somewhere close to the top of their game make an outwardly noticeable like upgrade is pretty legit so i'm uh i'm super happy for you man i think that's fucking that is cool really really cool yeah it's been good it's been good Seth, so that, what about you yeah so i've got i've got lots of mini things the, the thing i miss the most is being at home like just being able to spend time at home which is ironic because oh, it's all right for you mate. yeah because <laughs> i think i'm just jealous of everyone who is able to be at home and self-isolate and has so much opportunity to do loads with it but as you said chris like the challenge then is being able to capitalize on that when you're not used to it and having to actually, you've got so many hours of the day to then be able to do something with it. Many things that I'm looking forward to and grateful for. So cashless payments, as Johnny said, like it's well overdue. I can't wait for the Apple card. Um, (laughs) This is in order of increasing importance. So capacity for medical equipment. So ventilators and the having like motor companies being able to create ventilators, like independent open sourcing of 3D printing for for making making extra tubes and valves. And it's like that is fantastic. And it's it's all this capacity that we already had, but just being able to then say like people with 3D printers at home and not doing bot all with it and suddenly they're like, ah right, here's what we can actually put this effort into. Mm-hmm. Um grateful for family especially older relatives and just thinking like actually i've taken these people for granted but something like this you know there's a when someone has limited health reserve like a small knock can completely <clears throat> can completely throw them off the uh, off balance 
um, as well as my own health. And you know, all of our all of our health is still not something that's guaranteed. And I think even though we're we're young, it's it's made everyone rethink their mortality a little bit and think actually like young people can die from this as well. And so access to healthcare and the fact that we can, you know, maintaining our own health is within our hands is great. So maybe that's, maybe I was a bit cynical about people that are like going out for jogs just because they've been told not to, like perhaps it is that they're also motivated by like, Oh, now I need to get into shape and, you know, I need to go outdoors. And so that's, that's certainly, those are some things I'm grateful for. Something I'm less grateful for is, well, go ahead. Just, it's just related to that. What's the guy called who's a competitive eater whose name's Pete? Furious Pete. Yeah, so he um, he got diagnosed with testicular cancer, like, I don't know, like a, a couple of years ago, I think. Um, and I saw a video of him, like, telling his followers about it. And he's, it's obviously very emotional. But something that he said and something that I think I've felt I've realized recently um, is he said like when he was diagnosed a lot of people when they get something like that like they become more aware of their mortality obviously that's a lot more um severe than than what we're all going through but um or a lot more sudden i should say so he said like i realized i just wouldn't do anything differently like i i I like my life how it is like i wouldn't a lot of people have a shock like that and they're like right i need to change how i approach my health i need to change in my career and all these sorts of things and he was like nope just would be doing exactly the same thing, like wouldn't change anything. That is really cool. so, so good. Nice as a confirmation, if that's how you feel. But also, like, if you get through this and you don't have, you don't get the virus or you don't have serious effects from it or, and all your family and your friends are okay, like, it's actually a great thing to have happened to just remind you, like, by the way, like, all the stuff you kind of take for granted all the time, it's not guaranteed. Like, do you need a, a course correction? Yeah, that's that is brilliant. And to be able to have that realization and be like, you know what, I'm pretty happy with how things have gone is amazing. Like what he if anyone like? hasn't seen Furious Pete, yeah. Like he he's awesome. there's a video where he like he drinks a bottle of olive oil, one where he drinks a, a, a so these are different like macros. He drinks uh or he has a, a tub of whey, just like with it <laughs> just makes it into a paste and just palms it in about six minutes. Um there's one where he drinks a gallon of honey. A gal- 4,700 grams of carbs. <laughs> he'd be, Chris, he'd be great to have on, on Modern Wisdom. He actually would. He's like, a lot of fun. Be, yeah. Cool. He's just got some really, he's got some really like strong aspects to his character that I think he's put himself through a lot of, he's been through a lot of stuff mm. and he's still just got a great outlook at it all. That's cool. Um, what was the, the thing that you, that you like were less grateful for, Seth? My upstairs neighbour has taken up the drums like just missed the time to take up the drums and is having a lot more sex <laughs> but like the the so, and it's directly above my bedroom and it's at all times of the day because no one has any schedule anymore and the, the headboard it, so the reason i can differentiate between drums and sex is that the sex hat doesn't have a defined tempo and accelerates and then stops suddenly and it's against the wall. So like, as in the, like the headboard banging against the wall, like on one hand, I'm like, I'm quite impressed with how much of a like stallion the boyfriend is because it goes on for ages um, and just multiple, multiple times a day at random times. Um, But it's very disruptive, especially when you're trying to record something. And it's a very difficult problem to have to be like, excuse me, I'm trying to record. Can you just 
keep down the have you, uh, for extremely, a minute. Have you have you signed up to our free webinar? Because if you have, <laughs> you'll hear yourself in the background. Um, <laughs> so can I? I want to. I want to just delve. Let's do a deep dive on this. Can we talk about cadence, please? I mean, are we like a? Is he a? a A bit faster. Okay, that's maintained. Maybe slower than that. But it's 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 like intermittent. It varies the place then. Whereas the drums, you can hear like different kits mm, of the mm, drums, and it's yeah. you know. <laughs> kit. Yeah. Okay. Like what's, the, what's the average? What's the average duration? Thirty to forty minutes. Which wow. is well, at, at an, at an average cadence of. It 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 does vary. So he periodizes it a bit. And that's multiple times a day. Hell. It's like one in the morning and stuff, and you're just like, ah. Oh. Like, so here's something for you, right? And it's not necessarily related to that, but it's on the same theme. I have just bought the best eye mask I've ever, ever used. Explain. Tell us more. It's, I, I know. think it's called like Alaska Bear. I think it's called. Okay. It was like 15 quid. So it's, it's there's, there's um, concave, convex, concave. So there's like circles that press around your eyes that are very soft. Mm-hmm. So you can move your eye, you can blink and move your eyes. There's nothing actually pressing your eyes. Problem I always have with my with eye masks, I pull them off in the night because it feels too pressured on my face. With these, I don't have that. And the um, the rings basically create a like as, as close to a full suction because they're foam, so they adapt to your the contours of your face. So we have on the other side of our bedroom a kid who plays video games until. I mean, it's not quite the same, like, <laughs> but it's it's a similar problem. So I'm like, I've been having this thing in my mind of like, I should just get like a full head sleep kit that can that can just uh, just drop in, like drop in earplugs and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see these things that are like full, like wrap around Man, with well, noise cancelling stuff. Put the, in them. The, you should get one of them. Funnily enough, just cool. just so you know, the episode <laughs> which went out on Monday just gone in podcast land because this is going to go out on thursday the episode which went out on monday just gone is ben greenfield talking about his entire daily routine from waking until sleeping at night including every product he uses all of the the different sleep masks what he he does a, a fucking oil pull in his mouth after he uses a copper tongue scraper and it's a combination of coconut mate it is must be a hundred plus things that he drops, but he's got the brand of eye mask he uses, the brand of red, uh, blue blocking glasses that he uses, like everything, everything full works. And it, it's... I, I've listened to, he was on the Whoop podcast, okay, I think. So I've, li- I've listened to him talk about it and he, he, he just mentions these things like, and then I go in this room and I use this like chili wave and then I use the like the Z mask and then the, these things. And I'm like looking all these up, I was like, that's five grand. That's 10 grand. Yeah. That's 1500 quid. Yeah. And you're just like, bloody. I mean, I'm sure he gets it for nothing, some kind of sponsorship deal. Man. But so he told the, me about pulling this feature. Oil so I, I thought that we were pretty leveled up by having sunrise alarm clocks and by being woken up by light. Like, ah, oh, those, those f- fucking prehistoric. Plebs. Uh, yeah, those, <laughs> the, the, the proletariat down there getting woken up by sound like it's the 1900s. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, Ben Greenfield sleeps on a chili mat, and I didn't realize that the chili mat has a function where it can heat up at a time or cool down at a time, so you can be woken up by heat or cold. Holy fucking shit! However, you anyone can do that right now, like just thermostat. Yeah, put the heater on a yeah. timer for the morning and just 
full blast. I think at the main 6 reason. I think the main reason that he has it that way is because he sleeps on one side and his missus sleeps on the other. Oh, they've um, got differential. Oh, they've got different. They've got yeah. different settings. Yeah, which is just. Why yeah. is there not an eye mask with lights in it? There is. Oh, is it? That, that, and oh, do they light light up at a time? Sorry, but it's not designed to wake you up. It's designed to induce lucid dreaming. So it detects when you're in REM sleep, and it starts flashing in a certain pattern, designed to somehow designed to keep you asleep, but to like trigger that you are dreaming, and then mm, that's you can have a lucid wow. dream. That's funny. So I'll do um I'll do a couple of the things that I've been grateful for, and and some stuff that I miss. Um, definitely grateful for mum and dad's health. Like that's just. You know, you totally do. I'm also grateful that they have each other and have the dogs, because again, hearing mm. about Massively. hearing about older people, like people's parents, people's grandparents, living on their own at the moment, fearing for your health, like it must be just so challenging. So yeah, super, super grateful for that. Um, for me as well, like the trading circle thing that I have been a part of for the last few months, I got added to this. Um, managed trading account and the returns that they've seen especially recently have been fantastic so the fact that i have a source of income coming through that which is very anti-fragile given the current situation that's been i literally can't believe like the returns on that which is great and also the opportunity to do these podcasts like that's you know i'm doing next week i've got six episodes booked in and it doesn't feel laborious because like that's what my day now is you know, that's my work bit of the day and then all the other stuff. Um, and thing that I miss, you two, miss seeing you two, miss going out for like sauna, chicken coop, like getting to... to. Have you have you wondered what's happening to the sauna? Like, do you reckon the owner is just using it as his private sauna or is it just moulding? It uh, it's got to be turned off. Man. I mean, it must sap a lot. Is it not of... just a jasmine pool or do you go somewhere else now? Yeah, jasmine pool. Jasmine pool. But it must be just sapping be... a lot of energy. Mm. Yeah, it costs a lot I to run just have it turned off. Yeah, if they keep it on, that's or, very boring. Almost certainly. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to stink when they come back in. Why? I, think, a, I have a client who's a, he's a, like a PT at a leisure centre, um, and he was saying that they, there's like a concern over like maintaining the pool and stuff like that. Because obviously it's just a big vat of like chlorine water that a, a lot of the time has circulation to keep it. It's running, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I don't know how you then like, when you come back, do you need to like fully drain it and then refill everything? I think just pull the plug at the beginning just of the pandemic it. and yeah. Drain. Imagine if you it imagine a little tennis court. You get opened up back into the real world after three weeks, and you've got to find whatever like three million cubic feet of water, yeah. cubic liters of water, or whatever the fuck it is. Like what did that? It's like a, the right level of chlorine, the right temperature. Uh, you know, it's not nightmare. A swimming pool is not just like from the tap. It's uh... just leave the tap. Uh, leave the tap running overnight, and uh, yeah, it'll be fine. Hose pipe in. Fine in the morning. Well, I thought like you could you, if you just get a bucket and the two blokes just going back and forth, fill up the bucket from the tap get or in. in. Yeah. Okay. In. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, gents, thank you so much for coming on. Um, propanefitness.com slash modern wisdom for those online Perfect. fitness professionals and people who think that they want to start making a pivot. Uh, what else should they? Where else should they check out? So we never even plug your stuff. We never even say like, oh, well, you should go and check them out at this because we just presume that they already follow you. But, well, that's so, that. I mean, if, if they're not, then what are you doing? Yeah. But mm-hmm. we have two main audiences. So the the for the business stuff, anyone wanting to to do that, forward it's propanefitness.com forward slash modern wisdom. Remember, it's propane as in the gas, not stance on pain. 
and uh, for pro the fitness, pain. We are not. I get that, I get that question constantly. Anti pain. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and uh, for the fitness crowd who just want to get in better shape, especially during this period, go to propanefitness.com forward slash calculator or just propanefitness.com. Uh, we also have a free self isolation body weight program, which we're just we're just giving away for free, no strings attached, just to help you guys out during this time. And crucially, we're not pivoting our entire marketing around bodyweight programs or live videos. <laughs> You'll see no jump spots in the Lawrence <laughs> Conservatory. I love it. I love it, man. Look, boys, thank you so much. I um, I think we should try and... We've done this. This was two weeks ago that we did the last one. If we can get another one in in a, a weekend coming up soon. You are by far the most requested um, of, of all guests, which is ridiculous. Crazy. I can try and book on... <laughs> Ben Greenfield or Aubrey Marcus. And like, no, 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 no. Have you got that Arab and the re- the one with the really long legs again? Because I, I, the Captain Hook guy. F- yeah, man who looked like Captain Hook. And, and that, that Aryan one. Yeah, yeah. Have we got that? He doesn't look like as much of a giant now that the perspective's normal. No, but, I yeah. Um, you've got in, nothing in to compare him to, though. Well, normally I'm sat, like, next to the camera, aren't I? Yeah. Fish eye lens. Just next to oh, one of the cameras. Sorry, can I... Before we finish off, this is... A public service announcement to everyone else that's suffering with the same thing I am. I cannot stop eating. I can't <laughs> stop eating at the moment because I'm never leaving the house. I'm constantly near the kitchen and I'm training a fair bit. So today, today I clocked in at the heaviest I've ever weighed, 90.2 kilos. So what you're experiencing now, Chris, is is this weird thing that, that a lot of people have to go through, which is being careful and, and tracking what they consume I'm tracking in order consume. to... Sort of be absolutely mm. tracking what I consume. So I, I, what we consume still just dude, my, fitness pal, my fitness pal at the moment is uh 200 260 60 and i'm hitting it within like 20 so it's like two two four that, two five that fat carbs and protein <laughs> <laughs> that'd be an interesting day oh god it'd be awful be a very loose day mm. yeah so what you are you are tracking uh, so yeah i to be honest I um, it's not it's not really changed for me. You're very again, disciplined with you're very disciplined. With I, I, I don't. I am like I, I struggle with. I, I get really hungry. Like I'm quite a big person. I move around quite a bit. <laughs> I train. So and then like not eating very much food is quite difficult. But yeah, what do you what do you eat? talk us through a day of eating in the life of Chris? Fasted Sorry. until fasted Sorry. until um, <laughs> fasted until um, about one or two p.m. So I'm training at midday every day with my flatmate at the moment, Lewis, which is good. Super super fortunate. Aleko, anyone who actually needs I nearly forgot anyone who still needs kit like dumbbells, kettlebells, weights, plates, bars, stuff like that. Aleko because they're Swedish and they've basically they're just going about their daily business as is normal. They're still delivering everything. So just head to I think it's like Aleko uk just google l e e l e i k o e l e i k o um have you seen the april fools thing no what was it oh man their, their april fools things are the best of any company so it's a portable barbell in a box but go just go, go on their instagram have a look at it and then scroll cool. back on all the previous like they did a waffle iron they, they did square plates and it's really highly like produced the Very imagery well so you look Fuck! Like square plates, is that better? Like, should I be doing square? <laughs> yeah. And then you like, you're like, and then you're like, oh, hold ah, on. Especially if it's a Lico, you're like, oh well. I mean, this is so premium. It must be true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, if you need, if you need kit, 
Final thing. Here's my final thing for everyone. Hold um, on, you're doing your day of eating. Oh, doing sh- your day yeah, of sorry. Eating. So fasted until 2 p.m. post-training, then shake and banana, some sort of fruit. Like Shake, yeah, jump up and down, wriggle, wriggle myself right. around. So uh, that is bulk powders, beef isolate. Um, then my day's cooking's already been done. That's part of my morning routine. And that will be three chicken breasts and 260 grams of rice with vegetables, salad, and some sort of sauce. And that's just split into my Tupperware for the day. Um, so eat those as the day goes on. Probably one Bear Bells or one sort of protein crunk, works crunky type snack thing to keep me going. Uh, and then an evening time is granola with uh, vanilla Bear Bells milkshake. And that comes nice. out at pretty much bang on. Getting the protein in is a challenge. Like 200 grams of protein a day is, it doesn't sound like much, but it's actually it's quite sort of challenging without nailing I mean, it's kilo supplementation. Meat, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's easy when you have eat lean cheese. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. When you basically have, when your cheese is essentially a protein supplement, it's uh, and cheese is nice. Obviously, and cheese is good. Um, here's, here's my final thing. Bob Mortimer on Instagram. Have either of you seen him? You know who Bob Mortimer is British comedian, older fella. Does Mortimer? Oh, you'll both recognise who he is. He's been in tons and tons and tons of stuff. He's created a character who only exists on on his Instagram, and it's called Train Guy, and he must have just heard this like British entrepreneur on the train talking about all of the different things that he does. So he's now, all that his Instagram is, is him doing these pretend phone calls to people to face, just like this, like not produced at all. I promise you, it's one of the best series that I've ever seen. It's, I w- wouldn't surprise me if it becomes uh, like a proper TV show. Um, and it's just fucking phenomenal. So I'm going to leave you. If you haven't seen that already, there's a, a rabbit hole of probably 30 or 40 posts. Yeah, yeah, 30 or 40 posts. And then there's this other guy called Jeff Linton, the Lintonator, and he comes on sometimes and talks about it. But look, um, propanefitness.com slash modernwisdom or propanefitness.com slash calculator if you are interested in looking at pivoting online or getting some free workouts to do at home, no more jumping squats. And if you've enjoyed the episode, give me a message and I can screenshot it to the boys and make them come back on because the reason they did is because I got hassled so much. Uh, Like, share and subscribe. You already know what to do. Gentlemen, we did it. Thank you. Wonderful. Cheers. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Bye.